1: Tonight on Piers Morgan Uncensored with me, Jeremy Kyle, trust in trust collapses with our economy in meltdown. Tonight, a bombshell poll gives Labour a staggering 33-point lead. The question, is it time for an emergency U-turn on Britain's tax-cut gamble? Putin annexes four parts of Ukraine and prepares to send thousands of aging conscripts to war. Could threatening Russia with attack bring an end to the fighting? We'll debate that later. And a major news survey says the Brits are basically fat layabouts. But are we really lazier than anybody else? Live from London, this is Piers Morgan Uncensored with Jeremy Kyle. Good evening, my friends, and a big, big welcome to Piers Morgan Unscentred. Yes, he's still up north playing golf. Not very well. I'm Jeremy Kyle. And, of course, Hurricane Ian made landfall in the US today. Here in Britain, it's a case of Hurricane Eton, an out-of-touch rabble tearing through the British economy, leaving millions without power and threatening to drown us all in debt. It's been a week, believe it or not, since the government's fiscal experiment. I said that quite well, and the results are quite remarkable. Rising debt, mortgages exploding, pensions collapsing. We've got interest rates higher than a hippie in a hot air balloon. And the only thing tanking harder than the pound is you've got it, Liz Truss's reputation. Trust in trust, they said. Well, she certainly put the rust in trust. This is all written by the wonderful Alex. The gag in mortgage, the broken broker, and the Chancellor in Chancellor. No. Above all, the PM has pulled off something that seemed almost impossible. She's made Sir Dreary Starmer look competent and interesting. Believe it or not, a poll tonight gives Labour a staggering 33-point lead, their biggest since the 1990s. Now, we were very critical of the Prime Minister for hibernating during this economic meltdown. There were no statements, there were no interviews. And today, my friends, we found out why. Because every time she opened her gob, the markets recoil. Quite simply, ready for this, she has the minus touch. Everything she touches turns to mould. Our interviews with eight friendly local radio stations this morning were supposed to spread calm throughout our nation. But the only people who benefited were the RAC, because, frankly, we had a series of repetitive slow-motion car crashes across the length and breadth of this country. Pin back your lug holes and have a listen to this shambles. Where have you been?
2: Well, I think we've got to remember the situation we were facing this winter. We were facing a situation where people could have had to pay energy bills of up to £6,000. I think we have to remember what situation this country was facing. We were going into the winter with people uh, expected to face fuel bills of up to £6,000. People were facing fuel bills of up to £6,000. Prime Minister, with respect, that
3: is the same scripted answer you've given to every BBC local radio station this morning.
1: Big moment there for the bloke from Brazil. Uh, it, it, I gather from that that every person thought there was going to be a bill of £6,000. Now, we're joined... Jesus, Jonas are back. Talk TV legend Mike Graham, political journalist Ava Santina and journalist and economist Paul Mason. Um, good Lord. Um, I, I found myself, Mikey, last night sitting here thinking I've become a socialist overnight. I do not understand... So if, everybody else. Well, I don't <laughs> understand. Here's the thing, right? Um, <laughs> who did not say to this woman that if you, if you release a policy that frankly says, OK, I'll, I'll bring in tax cuts, but it's going to affect the poor and not the rich, how did anybody in her cabinet, her government, or anybody having any sense of what she felt was right or wrong could think that was a good thing. Don't get it. Well, I think she's probably the worst communicator
4: I've ever seen. And you know, he's called Ronald Reagan the great communicator. She's whatever the opposite of that is. She can't seem to get a message across. I don't think uh, the budget was a terrible mistake. I, I, I'm not one of those that thinks you should reverse it. Um, and if you give people tax money back, obviously, if you pay more tax, you get more back than if you don't pay so much tax. So I don't think that's the problem. But I think the banks have been absolutely out of control. The mon- money market has been out of control. The, the, the currency dealers have been out of control. And I just don't think they know what they're doing. And they're hoping against hope that it all just goes away. I don't know what they're going to do next week. It's
1: interesting, isn't it, Paul? Welcome to the show. First time I know. Um, Sunak has, has reportedly said tonight, I won't be at the Tory party conference. I'm going to get Liz to own this. Um, he repeatedly said, I'm going to raise taxes to pay off this debt. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm going to cut taxes. Everybody thought that, you know, this guy was, you know, he'd backstab Boris, et he He's being proven right by the hour, isn't he?
5: He actually predicted the pound would fall and the bond market would go into freefall. And it's not only him, it's, it's, it's 101 in the Treasury rulebook. If you're going to borrow money and give it away to rich people, OK, there has to be some quid pro quo, there has to be something that offsets that. Is it, is it public spending cuts? Are we going to see hospitals close? They won't tell us. Um, so there's nothing There's nothing to explain, either to the ordinary person or, more importantly, the people lending the money to the government, how it's going to work. And if you can't show your workings to these guys sitting there with these two big mm. Bloomberg terminals mm. uh, in the city of London, they're not going to believe you. And so I, I, I think... You know, I disagree with you, Mike. I I, I don't agree with this. I don't think it's the answer. But whether it's the answer or not, is, is it, whether you agree with it or not, is irrelevant. It's,
1: it's really interesting, Ava, isn't it? Mike talks about, um, you know, communication. We, we, we had three years of Boris Johnson and people said he was, you know, he blustered. Boris Johnson looks like the best prime minister this country's ever had. I, I, am, I am genuinely mightily shocked about how incompetent this trust has come across, aren't you? Do you think you've got Stockholm Syndrome? What does that
2: mean? Or well, do you think it's just been so bad for so long that you think that Boris Johnson looks better? Look, I mean, look, this has been terrible. Boris oh, Johnson's, come on, you No, hang Boris. on. Boris Johnson's policies are actually a lot closer to what Keir Starmer is putting out than mm. what Liz Truss has given us. But the problem with Liz Truss is that she's fired anyone with half a brain yeah. out of the room. There's no-one intelligent in there actually explaining to them or they don't want to listen. In the case of the IMF, which they're now calling a lefty organisation because they're warning that the UK could fall off a cliff edge, the only people who are actually in control at the moment are these dreadful people called um, think tanks who work on Tufton mm. Street, places like the IEA, mm. who are now dictating... Had them on last
4: night. He, he got absolutely well, battered by, like, by Marina Perkins. with Perth. the IEA. I mean, the IEA are not that important. They're not listening to are, the IEA. Are you joking? No, they're not. They're oh, really that's not. silly. They're that's re- silly no, to no, say, they're say that. They're not that important. They're writing Listen, the policy. No, this it, is their well, wet yeah, dream. But, yeah, but, yeah, but look where it's going. You know, they're not, not going to writing policy for very long if that's their policy. This is why this is the first time. The point is this, that the problem here is not the poor, the problem here is not the rich, the problem is the people in the middle. James. Because the people in the middle are the people who won't be able to afford their mortgage yeah. payments, who won't be able to put uh, the heating on the... And they're the ones who but won't vote But here's my point, really. mate.
1: You talk every day on the radio, and you do it so well, you talk you know, you know, talk to the people that matter in this country, the, the exact people you're talking about. Yeah. Who went, this is a really good idea, to, to, to tax... Uh, we're going we're to encourage the bankers and the, and the rich people to come back to London and make money and it will trickle down. Right now, people don't think they can pay their bills in October, not in three years' time. And I thought, I said last night on the show, I thought Liz Truss would spend two years buttering us up. Liz Truss could be called brave or she could be called but stupid, but is, what right, But they spent a lot of money two days before the
4: budget... Uh, on giving people money for their energy bills, right? £150 billion they spent on that, a lot more than they spent on the budget giveaway on Which the Friday. still not enough. Well, it wasn't enough, but the point is, nobody got upset about that. The markets no, didn't no, go no, mad. No, no, they did. And the markets... <laughs> the markets people <laughs> did get no, upset about it. No, people the mar- who can't eat no, got the, quite upset well, about the it. The markets didn't react, let's put it that way. And the point is, the markets reacted to a much smaller amount of money on the Friday.
5: So, it's, what's going it's not on? the amount. It's not the amount. It's the, it's the credibility. It's, do they know what they're doing? And you could hear from that... Uh, those interviews that she did on the BBC. She doesn't even know how to explain what she's Mm -hmm. doing. But just let me give you, as an economist, kind of rule of thumb. The cost of borrowing for ordinary families, uh, for, for anything, mortgage, loan, credit card, has gone up from a quarter of a percent in January to two and a quarter percent now. And you might think, well, that's not so much, is it? It's nine times... It's nine times. So if you say if a pint of beer is worth what? What is it? A fiver. Let's say a pint. I wish it was. Fiver, if a pint was a fiver. Where are
2: you drinking?
5: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. If a pint was a fiver, <laughs> it's the equivalent of a pint of beer being 45 quid now, and by the time it goes to six percent, it would be up on ripper. We cannot beer. <laughs> beer is less important. Well,
1: than let's, look, let's let's talk. Let's talk about. And you're quite right about people. If, if the average person in this country watching this, reading their newspapers, turning on their, their radios, and we're sitting here arguing about whether she's a good communicator... Sir Keir Starmer, by anybody's standards, I, I'm not that impressed. You'll jump at me. But, you know, I, he is about as exciting as a tea bag that's been squished out and put in the bin, in my humble opinion. He's going to walk to power. 33 points. This just in, by the way. You go poll, yes, in the Times, 33 points. Other polls tonight, Labour 21 and 17. Mm. This is across the board. He doesn't need to open his gold, no. Starmer. No, 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 that's
2: the problem, is that he's not opening his mouth. So all of this is hedged on the fact that Liz Truss and the Conservatives are not a competent government, he's actually not put forward any policy that would rectify the cost of living scandal. I actually scandal, believe that's the only
1: way the Labour Party will be elected, if they say absolutely, Jack, between now yeah, and the that's, election. Yeah, but that's not
2: good enough, because if you actually, get, enough. you actually get to the general election, you actually have to go out fighting. What are you going to tell people? You're like, well, we just won't be as bad as them. No, he
5: did say, he did say something, and they've got a very clear thing. They would have capped uh, energy bills the same as the Conservatives, so that the average... Uh, the average household pays about two and a half grand. That's You're an economist.
1: Mike knows I feel this. I feel this really, really strongly. When I was brought up, it was really simple. There was a decom-, decom... I can't even say the word. There was a line between the Tories were supposed to be fiscally responsible and they would... You know, you didn't buy what you couldn't afford. The Labour Party would promise to... We'll give the miners this, the dockers this, the... Re- and then suddenly inflation went to 30% and everybody was messed up. It seems that the whole thing's gone on its head, that the Tories well, have borrowed money I that have. we are all... But we and have, can, our, I, can I put that slightly in perspective well, as well? How, in perspective much
2: put, that, how much money that they've, they've borrowed? The issue. So what they've done with these tax breaks, they're hoping to make back £45 billion pounds over the next five years through these tax cuts. Do you know how much interest they're going to be paying next year? 100 billion, 100 billion. So they're that's only going to, only to pay yeah, but, half of the... Half no, the, no, no, that's the over thing. five years.
4: But here's the thing as well, <laughs> Ava. The the, the, the the furlough business. Richard Sinek borrowed more money during furlough during the pandemic than almost the entire history of government in this country yeah. until 2005, right? 500 billion he's borrowed, right? The thing about the Bank of England, the interest rates, I think, Paul, is that they were profligate. They should have known that you couldn't keep artificially low interest rates like that. They were bound to go up. You know, you, we're, we're old enough to remember the 70s and the 80s when people had 15% mortgages. Of course you're not. You've just got a bad memory. The point is that <laughs> at, the end, at the end of the day, you know, people are going to find that they've been buying things they can't afford. You know, you walk around yeah. the streets yep. of London, people are driving very expensive cars that they can't afford. They're Living in houses
5: with mortgages, yeah, but they who can't afford. They encourage
2: them to do that. It doesn't
5: matter; they're the individuals. No, the we, point, no, 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 we it's, are. It's we, are we are where we are, and and Johnson got us into this. Sunak got us into this. Gordon Brown and Tony Blair, I'm a Labour supporter, I'd say Gordon Brown and Tony Blair also played their part. But what we've got now is a government, and it's literally this, it's got its foot on the accelerator and it's got its foot on the brake. Bank of England trying to slow things down, yeah. government's trying to speed the economy up. That doesn't work. And What happens is they eventually the engine burns Right, up.
1: we could talk about this all night, some other stuff. Um, this makes me sick uh. to the stomach. Uh, Anna Sarkoulis, the... American lady, Anne, I should say, who um, uh, came out of her residence driving the wrong way and, and and Harry Dunn, bless him, was killed, Uh, tonight, I believe, or today, has been told that she must appear Mm. in court in England. That's not going to happen, is it? Well, I
4: don't imagine she wants to. I mean, I don't understand why they were able to have a hearing this morning or this afternoon uh, with her, in absentia, doing it down a Zoom link. You know, because surely, if you're going to be answering charges, you have to be in the court, don't you? And there's no extradition treaty between us and the Americans. Well, I I don't think they'll go for that. I just don't think they will diplomatically. How would you feel if you were a parent?
2: How would you feel if you were Anne? I don't, I, I don't believe that she's doing this off her own back. I think she's being told not to appeal or not to come What do come you mean, how here. would you feel if you were because, Anne? What well,
1: about the parents of the kid that was killed?
2: Yeah, but we don't know the circumstances. It hasn't gone to trial. Then, then come
1: to court and explain the circumstances.
2: Well, no, but what if she's not allowed to? That's the thing. What if there are powers above her who, that aren't who would, allowing who would, her?
5: Who would not allow her to?
1: The,
2: the US.
5: What, that's, the
2: that, that's, the entire, the,
1: that's the entire issue. Why would it benefit the American government to prevent a person who's been accused of killing a kid to come here and face justice? What if
2: you were under the Official Secrets Act? She was leaving an RAF military base, wasn't she? That's the issue. It's that she, she physically may not be allowed to come over here and we're now victim-blaming someone. Well, then surely, probably, but she but be but then be Surely panicking. she
4: shouldn't have appeared today, then, if that was the case. Maybe she's,
2: under, maybe she's under duress. Maybe she's being told what to do.
1: Wow. I mean, Maybe she's guilty and needs to come here and face justice.
2: Potentially, but what if she's not allowed to?
1: Interesting one. Um, you might have heard this tonight. The Queen's death certificate was released earlier. Old age. Mm, yes, my favourite part
4: is the fact that in uh, <laughs> says occupation, it says the Queen, which <laughs> I think is brilliant. A great occupation, that, isn't it? Can't Bless beat sir. that.
1: I mean, it, th- there it is on the screen. Uh, you can see that. Do you um, think that's what she died of? Died of old age at ten past three. Um, everybody's now saying, oh, what about? Mm. You know, why, why, why are they releasing it? Are yes. they
5: releasing it? But why do people have to, why do you just accept no, it? The, the, they release it because it's a public document. And death certificates are public documents. I mean, since the Queen, I wouldn't release the, it at all. The, 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 it, it solves a, 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 a little mystery, which is at what point did the broad, you know, how long did it take for her? to die, pass away, her family to certify that, and then the broadcaster's got it. Because there was a lot of maniac stuff mm. about there, she's already dead. Yeah. You know, and I think that... Um... It kind of explains that what the broadcasters were doing uh, was following their own rules and the pre-planned, so there's no mysteries about it. I it's must a, say,
1: in it's... the days since Her Majesty died, the greatest monarch this country's ever had or will ever have, we have a government in turmoil and a king who's apparently going to be investigated for accepting cash. That never happened on her watch. Mm. Um, there's an article in the newspaper today about how yoga... This is the World Health Organisation. Honest to God, this does my head in. Uh, they said that officers, officers should offer yoga classes to tackle spiralling rates of Depression in the workplace. So I got, I created in the studio earlier a peers-free zone. And this is my
0: look at
1: them. <laughs> look how zen they are when that, that madman Morgan is on the golf course. Look how calm and tranquil. You should have heard the squeals Stress as they free. tried to maintain those positions. I'm gonna fall over, Jess! I'm going Can you imagine? Can you imagine? What about you, Eva? You're probably into all that, onion, not you? I Lentils can imagine and, it. You can't. You like
5: can the old it.
2: yoga. I love it. That's why I'm so zen. Are you zen? I'm going to do it after this program. You're the most
1: narky person I've yeah. ever met in my life. <laughs> I You're about just... a bit ago. What's, what's your favourite? I nearly no. said. What's your don't favourite position? No. No. Can, you t- can you show us? Can you come on? I, I can't never done... show. you. Can't why not? You.
2: I can't show you. Why not? They want you to. I've, got, do... I've got a risky dress and a mic pack that's yeah. falling yeah. out.
4: yeah Michael show you. Could you do it? Could you do anything? i not really. No. I don't do yoga. I'm not stressed. I don't feel stressed. I've never felt stressed. Paul.
5: I did it a long time ago, but I can't remember any of the moves. Not really, no. you know what the We're though, not talking a good, about disco dancing, good, man. We're talking it's about. A, it's a good idea because we need to get people back in the workplace. There's a labour shortage, there's a shortage of skilled people. I think people should start, go back to the office to work, not do yoga classes.
1: Just an opinion. I could be wrong. Do you not think? Well, it's well, gone soft? You can't What's you. your favourite position? A
2: downward dog.
1: I don't quite know what to say. Thank you to the... um, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. Next tonight, the downward dog. Everyone wants a fair price for energy bills, but is it right not to pay them at all? Next, we'll talk to the campaigner, who's encouraging all of us not to pay our bills in a day of action on Saturday. And, check this, a new poll says we're a nation of tired overweight layabouts but how do we tackle bulging britain i'll talk to a weight loss coach who says we need to be cruel to be kind that's coming next don't go anywhere welcome back to uncensored my friends now energy costs are set to rise again this weekend leaving millions of us facing a grim choice between heating and eating this winter, PM Liz Truss has been accused of repeatedly misleading the public over rising bills by claiming that nobody, nobody will pay more than two and a half thousand pounds a year. The truth is, though, that not everyone will see their yearly cost stay below that so-called cap. Look at these figures. Those of us in a detached house will average pay three thousand three hundred and thirty quid a year. People in a semi-detached house, they're looking at two thousand six hundred and fifty Now, the £2,500 price cap will apply to other types of household, yes, including flats and bungalows. Now, I don't know if you've heard about this group. It's a campaign group called Don't Pay UK, and they are basically saying, don't pay your bill. Saturday is a day of coordinated protest, and given the fact that this is going to have a massive fact on people's personal finances, the question tonight is, is it irresponsible? Now, joining me to discuss this is campaigner from Don't Pay UK, Cameron Joshi, and personal finance expert Gemma Grobfrey there we go i got there again good evening peeps you all right oh come on say yes yes. (laughs) jess Gemma, welcome cameron welcome let's start with you can i just say the obvious thing encouraging people not to pay their bills is illegal and irresponsible isn't it well actually not paying your bills isn't illegal in this
3: country and if you don't pay your bills you won't be disconnected so in 2018 only six people in this country were disconnected for not paying their bills so it doesn't really work like that anymore but doesn't it push people further into debt um, no not paying i mean your bills could could expand in the longer term well
1: surely if you don't pay a bill you're charged interest on it aren't you yeah but our hope well, is well then that you'll be further in debt won't you Exactly, but our hope is that... But you just said
3: you wouldn't be in debt, but you've just admitted that you will be in debt. But the whole point of our campaign is that we're stronger together. Together, we are the strongest force for change in this country. If enough of us strike on the October 1st and throughout the month, these bills... But are you're going to say campaign. that to
1: somebody watching that who is further in debt because they take your advice on Saturday and there's a debt collector at the door. Explain that, Cameron Joshi, how you expect people to believe that your campaign is viable and right?
3: Our campaign is here to protect people who are already on prepayment metres as we speak. We're here to stop this system from installing more prepayment meters and pushing more people into poverty. If we go on as we are
1: currently going on, so what, what happens that, if all of that happens? on anyway. prepayment stops paying their bill. They we got do cut not off.
3: advocate. People on prepayment meters are charged a higher tariff as it is. They shouldn't stop paying. We don't advocate. They do. They Gemma, can still get involved. Help me out.
6: I mean, look, there are millions of families who are going to face a really tough decision around being able to keep their families warm or being able to feed them, and there are millions of families that are not going to be able to pay. And there's... Absolutely. um, There needs to be more support there. There needs to be more that energy companies are doing, more the government's doing. The, The challenge that we're facing here is that if somebody... You know, it doesn't pay. There are energy companies that the regulator has said to them they are under an obligation to try and help people find a payment plan. So, for example, if you contact your utility provider, they are obligated to review your payments, potentially reduce them, potentially... If you can get
1: through on the phone, I suppose, I mean, that,
6: that is the big challenge. But if you can get more time from them then they are giving you the payment holiday to be able to give you a reprieve. They also have hardship funds, there are also grants and schemes. There are other things because the concern... But, but, but,
1: but we're, we're friends, do you agree with his approach? I mean, what we're talking about is you're actually asking for civil unrest, do you agree with that? Because that's what he's asking for. What,
6: what I do agree with is coming together, and I do agree that the yeah. more that we can come together and campaign, because 2,500 is not the cap, you know, people, especially the most vulnerable, are going to be spending But greater... should people
1: stop paying their bills? But
6: the concern is, is that what it does is it actually plays into the energy company's hands where they then have the ability to switch people onto more expensive tariffs, switch them
3: onto prepay meters. Can I just jump in here and say that the whole point of this campaign is that we are not here just to protest. When you say we're, we're here... Who are you talking about? I'm talking about 200,000 people who've signed up already and I'm talking about 1.7 million people who are, uh, according to polls, going to cancel their direct debit this month. Or is already it
1: quite have. easy from the cheap seats to be this voice of the people, though, because you're a career campaigner, aren't you? Come on, I'm not Cameron. a career campaigner. You went to a posh Westminster school where it was 30 grand a year for legal fees. I did. For yeah. fees. You were part of Extinction Rebellion. You I were arrested yeah. in April 2019 for obstructing the highway. Yeah. You're now a climate justice organizer, a direct action group, Global Justice. You're a career protester, aren't you? You're one of those people from a rich background who thinks it's easy to stand up and tell people on lower incomes what they should do to be better off. Have you actually genuinely been in a position where you cannot pay your bill? I've got two things to say to that. First of all, yes, I came exactly
3: from that background. I'm not going to hide it. Secondly, I experienced extreme disability from the age of 18. I know what it's like to depend on the NHS for your life. I know what it's like to wake up after an operation blinded by doctors who are overworked. I know how that is. I know how it is to suffer and I can't pay my energy bills this winter.
1: You can't? And secondly, How big are your energy bills this winter? Pam? My energy
3: bills are over twice what they were before. I'm on universal credit, I can't get a job Do you because get of my a disability. Do disa- you
1: get the disability benefit? For, I'm for... applying
3: for it, but it takes months. The second thing I want to say is that, Jeremy, I know that the reason why people point this out is because I'm everything that other people from privilege who are running this country hate. I'm exactly what people like that should have done with their lives. Because you've got a
1: conscience. I have a conscience,
3: but also they should have turned around and realised what they live off and
1: turn and fight for the people. One of the things that I'm absolutely... And the reason I put that to you was for this reason. Um, One of the things that I find appalling, whether it's the mortgage situation we were talking about earlier, whether it's energy, whether it's food, is there doesn't seem to be any planning. There doesn't mm-hmm. seem to have been any foresight. We can get into the whole big argument about should houses be like, really?
3: Yeah, I think there is a plan. The whole plan is that the rich get richer off of every crisis. I bet you, I bet, fireplace. I bet you
1: and your lot this week are absolutely justified in what you're saying because of what Trust has done and is exactly. I mean, she's, that's she's produced a plan which
3: gives the millionaires in the society, including yourself, Jeremy, 55,000 in tax breaks, and ordinary people get 300... So you're now
1: assuming that you know what I'm worth, are you? I know you're worth $5 million. I've looked that up before <laughs> What's I What's that, here. Wikipedia or something? It also says they've been married twice, they've been married three times to so get your facts right. Let me Good ask you. you this. In terms of the people out there, mm-hmm. do you genuinely, bottom line, believe that not paying their bill... I mean, look, you know this look, is true, both of you. The mispayments could be marked as defaults on your credit report. They, right? I I also, mean, they also
6: could pass the debt onto debt collection agencies well, as well. Well, that, that's
1: the thing agencies, that was right?
3: You've right. got to accept I can that. Talk through this. I can completely accept this. We don't want to do this. Right. The alternative is that this will happen anyway to vulnerable people. The more people that join this campaign, we produce a ring around the most vulnerable in society. If enough mm-hmm. people join, mm-hmm. none of this will happen to anyone.
1: It will have to stop. Do you think... And one of the things that, that we pride ourselves on as a nation, and I, and, I, and I tell you what, respect to you, right? Because you've come here and you're putting your case, and I genuinely mean that. One of the things that this nation is proud of is free speech and the ability to protest. Do you genuinely, hand on heart, think this will make a difference? Yes.
3: you know why? Because yeah? over a million people are already doing this. And polls show that they're inspired by our campaign. If over a million people do this the energy companies will be out £3 billion Would you
1: money. understand, from my point of view, we have to responsibly broadcast, and we can't say to people, you get this, campaign, Oh, I know you yeah. do, don't pay your bills, because what am I, I supposed to do when they then ring and go, I've got a debt collection agency at my door. What would your advice, what would your group's advice be yeah. at that point? Because that can happen. Our whole point is that
3: there is no other option for many other people, mm-hmm. and we're going to step in, all of us, to be stronger together. If enough of us do this... The courts will be jammed up. They will not be able to put you on a prepayment meter. They don't have a million prepayment meters. Are there in this other country. options? Is I uh, guess the, what the, we're the, only, the
6: only thing that I'm really concerned about is just is that. If you are able to reach your utility provider and get a and get a reprieve and get a holiday on your energy payments without arrears, fees, debt, moving, move, you know, the, the threat of moving onto a prepayment meter, that could be an option for some people that are in a really, really tough situation. What you're,
1: what you're basically saying is, and, and I said this the other night. To be fair, you're going to go, God, we've got common ground. Presumably, any business survives only on the, its customers buying, paying, and, and settling the debt from from having what they have. You're saying that if enough people say to these energy companies, you've had it too good for too long, we ain't paying, they are going to have to look at themselves and change. That's not what we're saying. What are you saying then? We're saying that the
3: government will be forced to step in to bring energy bills down to a level we can pay. Our campaign has already made Liz Truss force energy bills down to £2,500. It has already
1: worked. Don't get me wrong, I think it's appalling. What I'm worried about is. And, 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 and you can me, sit there let me and go, You can sit there and go, Jez, that's not fair, because I don't want to be one of those people who says it's OK to complain and not come up with an answer. I'm just worried about the implications if people in their minds are encouraged to blake the law. Also, You've got I completely agree with that. There's
3: so can I problem. just say that our yep. campaigns locally, people, I encourage people to sign up and okay. join a local group because we will be there for people in hardship. We're making plans to produce warm banks instead of food banks, places where people can come to be warm. We're producing plans to stand in the way of bailiffs if they try and get money from you on your door. I've done it before, people being kicked out of their homes, disabled people who will be on the streets, who would die that mm-hmm. way. It's completely legal to do. Bailiffs are not allowed to use force to, to your home. And I want to say one other thing. Sure. One thing I am really scared of is that this crisis, like every other crisis, is made in a way that the ordinary people pay. And the mm, rich really go scot-free with £120 billion. Pounds Mate, of whether, profits. Uh,
1: where, 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 don't take me wrong. Fair play to you for coming here and arguing it, because here's what I would say... We have to responsibly broadcast and not say, you oh, should I completely. Right, understand. you understand yes. that. But yes. maybe you're right. Maybe it is time for people in this we country to say, solution. is enough, is yes, enough. Absolutely. And I have to go to a break. But Liz Truss, as you quite rightly say, has, mm-hmm. has this week said, if you're rich, you don't have to pay tax. And if you're poor, you do. Thank you. Really good to meet you, Cameron Joshi. Uh, Gemma Godfrey, coming up next, Mad Vlad is about to formally annex four more parts of Ukraine. Uh, we have a man on next, who says, perhaps you should bomb Russia, it's the only way to stop the war. And a poll has painted a pl- pretty unflattering picture of bulging Britain. Tired, fatter and less fit than any other country. But the answer to the doctors is, do they need to be given some home truths? We'll do that soon on talk. We're back.
7: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
1: Uh, welcome back to Uncensored. Before we get on to Russia, hello to my mate Davey. we're sat here glued. Uh, really great stuff. Love the pace and energy, and we can't wait for you to get after the... Um Uh, the people who eat too much. Uh, We'll do that. Right, welcome back. Russia will formally annex as much as 18% of Ukraine this weekend. Sham referenda held at gunpoint have produced results that would make Kim Jong-un blush. I got that wrong. Anyway, there you go. Uh, Now, there's fears that Putin will use this fake legitimacy to claim Russia itself is under direct attack. But Russian forces are definitely on the ropes. Thousands are fleeing conscription. Elderly reservists are bound for the front line. So could threatening a real direct attack on Russia at its moment of weakness actually be the fastest way to end this unbelievably cruel war. Joining me now is President Putin's former advisor, Sergei Markov, who last time he was on this show just basically did no, 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 no to peers so he can wait. Uh, Ukrainian MP Oleskiy Goncharenko down the line. And with me in the studio, journalist and economist Paul Mason. We met you earlier, Paul. Um, I am not for war. I, I find what this man has done in a sovereign nation disgusting. But when you consider that he is going to annex territory that isn't his. He said, referenda that are at best illegal and, and fundamentally flawed. And when you see there was a picture from space where you could see Russians fleeing the country, do you not think, rather than talk about is it time to attack him, do we have any confidence
5: that the Russian people might wise up and go, let's get rid of this madman? Even if they wanted to, that it would mean risking life and limb against a very, very serious security state. What I'm saying today is that the reason he's seizing these four, these four territories is he's losing the war. Yeah. He's giving himself his own rules state that if Russian territory is attacked or the state is under existential threat, he can use a nuclear weapon. Now, I think he will? A lot of the experts I speak to say it's a non negligible chance, it's a risk. And what has been going on this week is that President Biden, both publicly and privately, has been saying, if you do it, you will face catastrophic cons- consequences. Mm. Now, what I'm saying is that we, the people, who the voters of America, Britain, France, the three nuclear uh, democracies, need to be thinking about this before it happens. The only way to deter Putin for, for real is to present him with a credible message that something bad will ha- happen to him. I don't want to talk about nuclear. Uh, weapons. I,
1: I'm sort of. I have to say, strangely, I, I'm with you to a degree because uh, I, you know people have said, logistic. We can't put troops on the ground logistically. You know, we can help. We can provide. You know, we can provide ammunition, military help, etc., etc. In terms of logistical help. But the truth of the matter is, still, this man does what he does. It's going so wrong. I want to bring in Oleksiy Goncharenko, a Ukrainian MP. Aletsky, we've spoken many times. Welcome to the show. I love your description. Uh, Russia is a dinosaur with a very big body, tiny hands and very few brains. Um, The truth of the matter is is that Russia and Putin are losing this war, aren't they? That's the truth.
8: Absolutely, and that's why Putin is uh, like a gesture of desperation. He's making this so-called referenda and tomorrow this stage performance to show Russian people and to the world some kind of political success and trying to cover with this his complete military failure. But what I want to tell you is that now is the exactly right moment to finish with Putin's regime. Because uh, in, if in the end of March Ukraine would have our weaponry that we have today, We would finish everything in the spring, but unfortunately we hadn't with what to purchase Russians when after failed blitzkrieg they were retreating from uh, Kiev and from the northern part of our country. Now is again the moment before this hundreds of thousands mobilized people will be sent to uh, Ukraine to die there because yes that is the problem they just want to increase the body of these dinosaurs that's not their problem their problem is their tiny head and very small brain in it but before they will be sent and this bloodshed will happen we can one, two, I think, uh, military defeats for Putin's regime, and it would not survive. But for this, we need more weaponry today for Ukraine. First um, of all, uh, long-range le- let me missiles bring in- and armour.
1: Thank you. Uh, let me bring in Sergei Markov. Um, Russia is a dinosaur um, with small bits and small brains. Um, the West, according to you, doesn't respect Russian democracy, but then you respect Ukrainian democracy, do you, sir?
9: Hardly. We cannot respect uh, Ukrainian democracy because Ukrainian uh, democracy died in 2014 when junta uh, took power in uh, Kiev uh, after the military overthrow of the last democratically elected president. We cannot respect uh, Ukrainian democracy because in such uh, uh, regime, uh, such uh, fascists like Alexei Ginterenko, sir, spoke I, I just want to ask you: I,
5: I was in uh, Kiev. I was in Kiev. Uh, this, I was in Kiev yeah. until 36 hours before this war started, and I met people Mark, from all kinds question of different parties: democratic, trade unions, human no. rights, left, no, no. right, centre. No. Can I ask you What, ask you what was going on? Was I imagining it? Here? Was I imagining that? Uh,
9: as I, I understand, you interrupt me because you afraid my arguments. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, but uh, it's very strange is that you did not see the key that. Uh, uh, more than uh, uh, 30 uh, political parties in Ukraine have been prohibited and the main leader of the main opposition party have been arrested and under the torture uh, uh, put uh, think, to the I prison. I think, Sergei, came, uh,
1: Sergei, with, with respect, with respect, why? and I'll turn your microphone why? off, just hold on a second, with respect, when I, when, I, when I sit and listen to a Russian trying to educate us about fairness and democracy, it's laughable, but let's move on from that let's 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 get you to ask the answer the obvious question. your leader who has withdrawn to his palace somewhere wherever it is, right, is conscripting elderly people thousands hundreds of thousands of people are fleeing his regime, trying to get the hell out of your country because he has led your country into a war it cannot win it won't win, and it damn well shouldn 't win and i don 't know how you have the the audacity to sit here and be happy that dad's army is being sent in because the world will not accept this, Sergei. It will not accept it, and so it shouldn't. Come on, man, be honest.
9: Don't repeat same mistakes uh, which Napoleon Bonaparte and Adolf Hitler already uh, made about uh, Russian army and when they spoke that Russian army uh, is uh, too big, Do not repeat their mistake. Either way, you will have same result as they... As it's these, a military uh, no, no.
1: disaster for Russia, isn't it, Oleski? It's a military... No. disaster yeah, I don't say no, man. No. I'm not having that. Oleski, come on. I, the Ukrainians are, are pushing back, what? aren't they? It's already my happened, happened this military disaster. disaster. Wait for the Ukrainian to speak. Be quiet. I, ju- I my just my want... Argument. I just want, want to... to
8: be quiet. I, I just on. want to remind you no we can we can um, understand, we can understand here WE we CAN UNDERSTAND SERGEY BECAUSE SERGEY CAN'T SPEAK IN RUSSIA AND FINALLY HE HAS A PLACE WHERE HE CAN SPEAK ON BRITISH TV SO THAT'S WHY HE'S TRYING JUST TO USE THIS OPPORTUNITY BUT uh, FIRST OF ALL HE CALLED ME FASCIST NOW I KNOW MORE POEMS OF RUSSIAN POETS THAN PUTIN ALL HIS entourage, INCLUDING SERGEY MARKOV ALTOGETHER SO IT'S COMPLETE NONSENSE AND TODAY IN UKRAINE RUSSIAN SPEAKING PEOPLE WITH WEAPONS IN THEIR HANDS ARE DEFENDING THE COUNTRY FROM PUTIN AND FROM Russia. Russian-speaking people from Russia. That is the reality. Speaking about military disaster that Russia uh, received in Ukraine, they were saying in February that they would take Kiev in four days. And their satellite, Lukashenko, their gauliter of Belarus, he said that in several weeks they will be near Lamanch. But you see that they can't go through Donbass for all seven months. So for sure, after all these myths about second largest and strongest army in the world, they completely failed. Um, stay there. Sorry, Sergey. we've got a problem with your
5: microphone. Paul. And I think in many ways what we've seen there is rehearsed the old arguments between yes. Ukraine, but there is a new argument. If Putin uses, or is credibly threatening to use a nuclear weapon, that makes it our problem. Of course it but does. it's not just a threat to us. Every small country, every third world country... I think we have to be say,
1: very careful not to sit by and allow this man yeah. to do the ultimate, but of course the you Saudis, can then... The yeah. Saudis
5: will want, will want nukes, uh, Taiwan will want nukes, and we'll be in a world of pain. We, all we have to stop that.
1: Alright, nice and fair. Sergey, you uh, your the last word from you. Do, you, do you not believe the truth that the Russian army is in turmoil, the conscripts are fleeing and Russia faces the most humiliating defeat because it has a leader who thinks he can go into a sovereign nation and jump around? It's not going to work, mate. It will never, ever work.
9: You just told that Russia is going to take eighty uh, percent of Ukrainian territory inside Russia, and same time Russia is defeating. Is something in contradiction in your mind, probably? And Russia free country. That why in Russia you can leave country and you have, have anti war anti war protests. But there are no in Ukraine. All borders is closed. And finally, oh, Russia not use nuclear weapons against not nuclear Ukraine.
1: Thank you very much indeed. Okay. Enough is enough. Can I just say one thing? Paul, thank you very much. let thank you, Sergei. Can I just say one thing? When you listen to that diatribe, You understand why, sadly, the Russian people, who have no real information given to them by their government, who are basically conditioned into how they think, you understand why people like Sergei Markov talk like they do. Wouldn't it be interesting if the Russian people were told the truth? Right, next, tonight, Brits exercise less, we eat less fruit, we sleep less than people in other countries. Is it time to do something about our obesity problem? We'll debate that next And on Uncensored. I'll come right back in three. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the final part of Uncensored for Thursday night. Right, good news, a new multinational survey by Polster YouGov says that Britain is world-leading. Sadly, it's being tired, overweight slobs. Uh, 71% of Brits fail to do sport at least twice a week, twice compared to a global average of 57%. More than half of us don't eat fruit at least once a day. And Brits are also fatter than other nationalities. One third of the UK residents describe themselves as obese and overweight. Joining me now is um, weight loss coach and renowned no nonsense fat fighter Steve Miller, and of course, my wonderful journals, Ava how are and you? Mike. You're um, all right. What? Let's start with Steve. Um, how are you,
7: Steve? What's happened to your band? Oh, well, i tell you what, I wish I had got a band. Mind you, yeah, I, I actually nearly made something called Steve Miller's uh, gastric band. I reckon I'd have made a mint if I'd have done that. So you're a weight-loss coach who advocates the truth. So when somebody comes to you obese and says, you listen, know, Listen, I'm I've a gob... Go- listen! What? Uh, yes, I'm a gob... I'm a, uh, listen, I'm a gob on a stick. Now, let's... Let, we're talking about fat here, right? Now, the real world is, from my experience, is this is that we have a lot of people that do take responsibility and they do take action and they do do what they should do but unfortunately we have a a whopping proportion of the UK population that unfortunately do, unfortunately do struggle with what I call can't-be-bothered-itis. But I'll tell yeah. you why, Jezza, we're getting like this. We're yeah. getting fatter. It's because we're normalising it. It's like we all should sit round now and sing, if you're happy and you're fat, clap your hands, you know? And, and you know, even saying the word fat these days, you get trolled on on, on Twitter. I mean, it's like my TV show. I mean, they, they go crazy when they see the YouTube clips. Um, Thank you very much, Adi. He looks like Alan
1: Carr, doesn't he? I Did keep thinking should... Alan Carr Chatty Man yeah. was on. really? Have you
4: got can't-be-bothered-itis? No, absolutely not. No, what I have got, though, is... uh, I'm not saying uh, you're fat. What I do have is an extreme uh, kind of um, uh, opposition to anyone who wants to tell me what to do. So if somebody starts telling me to do something, I'll immediately do the complete opposite thing. And I think the trouble with this country that we now live in is that there's loads of people like Steve who want to tell everybody else how to behave. I think you should go back into his house, shut the door and not come out again.
7: (laughs) Ava... Dave.
4: I'm calling Mike
7: Ava. I can't I can't believe really... Hey, listen here. I've got something to say to Mike Graham. Mike Graham, you're too gorgeous to be fat. Honestly, one of the <laughs> you best won't get that way. we've got. And I tell you what... <laughs> Listen, you're not I, getting I, around I him ways into, into do the dog speak to me, woman. Come on.
2: Look, I, I think that we're oversimplifying <laughs> this. I think that, you know, it's totally unfair to say that British people are just lazy. I think that we're time impoverished. I think that people genuinely don't have time to cook meals anymore because we're both... Work, both members of the household are working nine to five jobs and it's a lot easier to put processed food on the table than it is to put healthy food. And a lot more a lot cheaper. It's extremely expensive to eat healthy.
4: It's you... really not actually. You can eat very, very leaf. healthy. I cook no, no, an awful no, lot. A I cook an awful lot, right? And you can eat very healthily uh, for very little money. You no, can that's... make vegetable soup for literally no money. I know this is something that, that has been a row going on in, in, in some quarters for a while, but it's wrong to say that processed food is cheaper because it isn't. People No, get no, taken, no, no, it, it, it,
2: it is. It is. We're going down that argument where it's like, oh, just eat porridge or just eat a baked potato with beans well, on it. If you actually wanted to make a vegetable soup from scratch, not only would it cost you a lot in time, it would cost you probably about 10 quid to make it. No, it wouldn't. Yes, it would. Rubbish. Well, what are you putting in it, potato and water?
4: No, potatoes, carrots, celery... Uh, a bit of garlic, you can put some uh, lentils
1: in. It costs what is this? Yeah, yeah, what is this? Watch it with mother. Yeah. Can it we up. get back it's to Alan Carr? Nothing. Alan, um, <laughs> can you answer me this question? Oh, he's having a gin. Can you. What? <laughs> You're a cheeky
7: sod. Go on. Wow. What advice would you give to Mike, my friend, to be very careful? Come on well well t- listen the first thing on a, on a serious note is that actually if you look deeply it is cheaper to eat well the problem is you've got to get out there and find it 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 can be cheaper right uh the advice to mike graham would be uh, do not do a diet and, and the british people this is a great message for the british people I'm actually, going on holiday in february you if you can hurry up <laughs> All right, all right. 80-20. <laughs> eat, eat healthily 80% of the time, Mike, and 20% a bit of what you fancy. Cause, I eat very healthily. You know, that, that, we all like a Steve, bit of what listen. we fancy.
4: You want to see, see the stuff I cook. I eat very healthily. I don't eat very much fat. The problem for me is that I drink quite a lot. And that's more booth. of what? Yeah, that's, that's why I look like this. It's got nothing to do with the food I eat. I don't eat that much. Are you really
7: a weight loss coach?
1: I don't think he is. I can't imagine him in Lycra,
7: can you? No. Do you know what, He's not Joe Wicks, is he? Jeremy, what? listen, hear me. Listen, listen, no, I'm not. Do you know what? You're absolutely right. I am the most... Un- I'm prob- I don't look like one, do I? I no. know I don't. No. But I tell you what, for some reason, I'm really good at it. And do you know what at the heart of it is? It's about... We're very shallow when we talk about weight loss. We right. always think about food and drink. Actually, it's a mindset. Yeah, you've got to weight. I find that I lose weight if I don't eat anything. Yeah, there the you right place. Um,
1: Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. I, yeah, I'm, I'm slightly, I'm, I'm, I'm in awe. I'm going to throw away this shirt because we've got the same one on. But thanks very much indeed. Good luck with your weight loss coaching, Steve Miller, who lost his band, turned into Alan Carr, and then told Mike Graham to eat vegetable soup. God, yeah. this show gets more weird every night. <laughs> Ava, thank you. Go away. I'm, I'm joking. Do you do you not think there is a slight truth in that certain people are lazy? No,
2: I don't. I really I think that's unfair. I think it's so unfair. It's like the Dominic Raab book. Do you remember that dreadful book that the government minister, who's now long gone, brought out and said that British workers were the most idle in the world? It's so unfair. We just live a different lifestyle. I'm to with Mike. It's world.
1: about choice. Okay, you make the choice. You stand by your choice. If you want to do this or that or the other, take responsibility and face up to yeah. it. Can I? Oh, so all these
4: people that say exercise, right? There's more people in A and E because of exercise than there is because of eating too much. No, that's, They're out not, there true. that's not true. Yes, it is. Well, listen, you be... two can
1: carry on arguing, but I, I've got to say that that is the end. I might I just it... point out that Piers Morgan uh, went to play golf in the Dunhill Links for the last two days, and sadly, at this moment in time, is in last position out of 168 golfers. No, I guess not. <laughs> He'll be back on Monday, uh, Mike great and 10 o'clock tomorrow morning on talk radio we're on the breakfast show at 6 30 they're going out but don't eat any burgers we well, won't be eating munch on a carrot good luck with a double dog that's it from me whatever you are make it uncensored have a great night see you soon ta-ra